Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. We are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 94th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are talking all about why people are obsessed with sports. Yes, we are coming for you sports fans, but I hope, rather we hope, that you will be entertained and not offended, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) But before we get there, we have a couple of questions to go over. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or even via email? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and you can subscribe, 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 subscribe away. Next, have you shared an episode with friends and family? Guys, the way for content to get out in this world is for us to do that like share button thing, right? For us to email and share and talk about things. So please share, 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 share this episode. We greatly appreciate your support and your love for the show. Next, have you hollered at us on social media? So if you're interested in sharing breaking news or you have an episode idea, or if you're like girl or guy, did y'all see this on social media? please feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube at Woke and Free. And then lastly, have you reviewed a show? You can review the show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on SoundCloud, or any of the other platforms you see at WokenFree.com. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared which type of cookie is your favorite cookie. This week, we're sharing... It's healthy snack time. What do you choose? Hmm. So because y'all know I love sugar, uh, no surprise there. For me, I would probably say fruit because at least it's a natural way to get nature sugar. But how about you? My choice is a fruit and it's banana. Ugh, gross. Because you love them too much. Gross. Stinky, binky. No, you like them too. That's what's funny. Yeah. You don't want to say why you eat bananas. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. There's no wise. Because it's a healthy snack, yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Enough of that out of you. We're just going to jump into the episode now. <laughs> Why good. are people obsessed with sports? Ugh. It is the question, I feel like, of every year that I ask myself. And so I'm super glad that we're bringing it to the Woken Free family to discuss. Uh, I found some interesting uh, information, actually, that's science-driven on Vox. And you guys can find all of the links for this episode at WokenFree.com. So particularly when it comes to why people love and can't get enough of sports, it really comes down to hormones that are released while watching sports. Uh, And according to this Vox article, among other things, they've learned that watching your team win leads testosterone levels in your brain to rise, likely fueling feelings of aggression, much as it does in other animal species during bouts of competition. While other research has highlighted the role of mirror neurons, specialized brain cells that seem to activate whether you carry out an action, say shooting a basketball or merely watching another person do it. This may be what allows us to live vicariously through an athlete while we're watching them on TV. So essentially, I think it's a it's an engaging way to connect with each other as we watch our icons in various sports industries win or succeed or conquer. Yeah, and I found some similar information on Sports Networker. 
where they talk about some of the same things. They brought up the testosterone levels actually increase about 20% in fans of winning teams, hmm. and they decrease about 20% in fans of losing teams. And they also mentioned that it's an escape for people's normal daily lives, as well as their social inhibitions, and it allows people to express themselves freely by like cheering for their team and then lash out at rival fans. And there's also a, a video that we're going to include in the episode that shows you like this really crazy fan that's kind of infamous <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, I don't okay. think you've seen it yet, but it's really funny. So you, you I'll have to see check that. it out at WokenBree.com. Yeah. <laughs> you got to see that one. Okay. And sport, like you were saying, sports events are definitely social gatherings where the supplementary, there's even like supplementary events to those sports, those social gatherings where experience are often more important than the actual game. Like people have their own little parties, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of surrounding the game. Free game. Yep. Yeah. So stuff like that. And let's go back to the beginning though. The word fan itself actually originates from the modern Latin word fanaticus. Meaning as much as insanely, but divinely inspired. Oh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) And why are sports generally then so important in addition to some of the signs that we've already talked about? Well, according to Psychology Today, sports fans hold on to the passion for their team no matter what. And there's two patterns of reaction that sport fans actually have. The first one they went into was called basking in reflected glory. Mm -hmm. And research shows that on the day after teams win, people feel better about themselves. <laughs> like, even though they didn't actually win. That's intense. <laughs> you know, it affects the people themselves. And they said the, the other pattern is the cutoff reflected failure, which non-die art fans will say they lost, but they'll never say we lost. <laughs> and I also saw on Sports Networker that they mentioned cognitive bias as a reason for sports fans being the way they are. And this is the phenomenon where all of us not only look for what confirms our intuitions and ignore what contradicts our intuitions. Mm-hmm. And that's what psychologists call confirmation bias. And confirmation bias helps explain why some fans will be Well, they'll actually boo at every single referee call against their team, not caring why the referee made the call. And also I found uh, from Professor Rick Gree from Western Kentucky University, he said that group identities can become especially intense in the crucible of a big sporting event when your entire group is charged with the same high levels of adrenaline, when tens of thousands of people are chanting, we're number one, wearing team apparel, your, our group identity is strong and we want to fit in. So I think sports are important to society because it gives, it makes people like want to fit in and mm. be a part of something greater. I think that's what I was seeing from things that I found. Interesting. So there's kind of this sense of unity as well as a uh, camaraderie, as well as just like erratic emotional behavior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. As long as things are going well. Yes, as long as we. they're going well. It's all we, about we, big team. But I mean, I guess that's, is that good for society? I think human beings, to, you know, nowadays seem so disjunctive in nature. So the idea that there is something that we can all come, like a common ground that brings us together, that makes us say, you know, we can do this, we can win, we can enjoy. Because similar, just shout out to the Raptors for recently winning, right? Uh, and that was the first win, right, for the team? The first championship. Yeah. So, you know, I, I yeah, I, I think, I, I don't necessarily, if it's, I don't know if it's a blanket yes, because I think, you know, you can go into the science of some of the, 
physiological and emotional and spiritual <laughs> issues that happen with sports players and, you know, how tough and challenging it physically can be to be a professional athlete. But overall, from the societal perspective, it seems like it would be good. Uh, I mean, I also found uh, a, a, some information on psychology today. Y'all know I'm, I can be long-winded, so let me say <laughs> what we'll specifically talk about. Uh Let's see. So there was some information. And again, all links can be found at WokenFree.com. You know, that there's this kind of information regarding like the rules, you know, without rules, there's no meaningful game. That's why football, for instance, is filled with procedure. While a coach is permitted to occasionally challenge a call, the referee have an referees have an organized way to review these challenges. Once a decision is made, it's over the past season, you know, San Francisco, I guess they're talking specifically about one game was unhappy about an early whistle, but that's old news. There's no more appeal. Uh, Referees do the best that they can do. So there's some kind of, I guess, definitiveness that come with when a referee makes a decision and it's just, or the umpire, you know, whatever the rule decider is of the game. And sometimes people will go for it. Or like you're saying, if they go against their favorite team, they're just going to boo. Yeah. No matter what. But uh, as the rule lover in me is excited actually about that, because I think as long as the calls are good (laughs) and fair and, and not biased, then there's that. Uh, also, you know, the article points to the idea that there's kind of magic of men competing at the highest level. So, uh, and when I've met other athletes, they've told me this idea that like they get so much adrenaline from just participating in something that forces them to push their body in a new way. So, but that's, but that's talking about the athletes themselves then, right? That's not actually talking about the Mm -hmm. fans who just watch it. But again, though, they get these mirror, (laughs) mirror neurons that are exciting. So they're stimulated. So it's as if they are doing it themselves. But yes, like there's a difference of feeling from being an athlete versus watching an athlete. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, but overall, your decision, what would you say? Is it a yay or nay? Is it good for society? Yeah, I, I think I think it definitely is. I mean, what would people do without sports? I mean, that's the thing. The, the, these same people, they might not... It's, it's kind of like sports becomes their number one hobby. Like the fanatics mm-hmm. I'm talking about, and even people that aren't fanatics and just kind of love sports, they that's something that they do in their downtime. They're not doing other things, so... I think it gives them a, almost a play, sense of purpose. They could it could play be with animals or something. Yeah, it could be replaced, but for now, I think it's like a thing that makes <laughs> it's like an easy go to because it kind of doesn't require like too much on the fans' part, right? You just yeah. switch, you just turn it on, you look at. There's an expense though if you go to the game. You can, and but you could like just that. watch it on TV, and you can just watch it on the internet, stuff like that. You can watch YouTube highlight clips. You can do mm-hmm. things of that nature. So I mean. It's, it could be a cheap hobby. It doesn't have to be an expensive hobby. You decide how much it costs. True. That's, I guess you decide. How it's much one of those you type of hobbies. Yeah. yeah, you don't have mm-hmm. to actually go all in. You don't have to own like the equipment or anything, or True. you don't have to own fan like uh, logo Paranalia, and yeah. apparel. You yeah. don't need all that. You can if you're like you're you're a true Hardcore. fan. Yeah. But I don't think you need all that stuff actually. So okay. I don't think it's the worst for society. I mean, I think yes, it is taking away from other stuff you can do like mm-hmm. you could work on other things there's entrepreneurship that things type of things you can work on and sometimes sports is a big distractor it can take up all your time Definitely. if you want to so i mean I, I don't think it's a bad thing for society is it needed for society mm. I don't, that's I, that would be a bigger question i don't i, don't, I, I think that's a subjective needed. question anyway because yeah. it's like for us who are clearly not <laughs> Hardcore sports fanatics. 
Uh, you know, we, I think, would say not for us, but I could see the value for other people. There's yeah, some people there's in my life where that's all that they engage in. That's yeah, all that, that they tune into. So without it, literally, they would have nothing. So <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Well, kind of, I mean, on a similar line, if we didn't have sports, how would society be different? So there's this article I found on bleakerreport.com, which is definitely written by someone who's a fanatic or love, deeply loves sports. And the author goes into saying, you know, there certainly would be no ESPN. There'd be no World Series to look into. You know, he says, I could not imagine not watching my Kansas City Chiefs somewhere on Sundays. Uh, he goes into <laughs> saying some of the greatest structures in America sports are the stadiums, iconic venues like Wrigley Field, the old polo grounds, Fenway Park, Lambeau Field and the house that Ruth built would never existed in the absence of sports. He says, you know, from a global standpoint, there'd be no Olympic Games. Uh, and he argues Jim Thorpe was arguably the greatest Olympian athlete in history. Could not address that statement. Doesn't, don't even know who that person is. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Woke and Free. 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 A podcast about being real and honest. The author goes on to saying many of us rely on sports to get us through the daily grinds of life. It gives us an escape that often allows us to fantasize and dream about the so-called impossible. So, aka, if they were Derek Jeter or if they were Muhammad Ali or if they were, uh, oh gosh, Serena Williams or Venus Williams, right? And he even goes on to say in moments of turmoil, like 9-11 terrorist attacks, baseball gave the country the temporary diversion needed to begin to move on. Didn't hear about that, but I could totally <laughs> ask the sports fanatics in my family sports and friends fans, yeah. if that is a true statement for them as well. Uh, from a communication standpoint, sport is embedded in everyday vernacular. Vernacular. So for those who date our friends, want to know if you scored or hit a home run or not. So kind of that lang lang language that we use would go away if we didn't have sports. Uh, you know, and he goes on and on and on, obviously not being a fan wow. of the idea that sports should and or will ever go away. But I think ultimately, if could sports be replaced, that I think I'd probably agree with this author that probably not. I think it's so momentous and so ingrained in how human beings behave and interact with each other and what we consume that I don't necessarily even know if I could envision something replacing it. But again, y'all know I am a believer that anything is possible. So is it possible? Possible? Absolutely. Is it realistic that we could live a society without it? Probably not. But do you think of a spelling bee as a sport or no? Uh, kind of like people where people compete. That's like such a nerd question. I love that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Most... It's a great question because guess what? Because video games are now they started a whole esports league, so video games are being considered a sport. But that'd be so weird, competing. right? To have video games based on something that didn't really exist in reality. Video games aren't, but they are. I mean, they have that already. I, I mean, know. That's but... what the first person shooters about. Halo's not real. There's no. <laughs> soldier... Thanks for the clarification, Galoo. <laughs> <laughs> There's no soldier running around blasting aliens and then blasting people that look exactly like him. I mean, like I don't him. know where you live, but around <laughs> where my part they are but uh you know i, I See, guess but would we but that, that's would what I'm we saying, even vision baseball I think, as a as an e-game e but when, i'm thinking if we didn't have baseball in reality i'm just though? thinking the idea of at there's some point people want to watch other people compete i think that is a thing 
It's almost well, like well, I the, guess that's why we have that sports game in Harry Potter, right? Like people yeah, just love people, sports. people, yeah. but people like the idea of watching other people like achieve something. <laughs> And it could be, I mean, I think sports is one way. It's a physical thing, but there's other things people watch. Like, I guess, fly fishing. Is that a sport? It's oh, something like that. Oh. <laughs> people watch that. But you're saying you're saying that, but guess what? Golf is a sport, too. So Absolutely, And fly is. fishing, you're using a lot of the same muscles. you got to throw your... What's your meat. answer to the question? So, just think about it. I mean, I think sports can be... I, I mean, I think people like to watch people compete is the thing. Even if you got rid of physical sports, yeah, other things would pop up and be the replacement. And those, okay. they, instead of athletes, you just have the competitors of, that people would idolize. They'd be like, you know, this person really knew how to spell. That's like so cool. <laughs> but they always knew how to, they knew how to <laughs> run the same play and they knew how to beat the computer at chess. You know, they were really good at memorizing all the techniques i can't with you okay so fair I, enough that, that's what i mean it's an interesting thing to say world without sports but i, I just think people like the, that whole fan idea is you're gonna have fans of people competing i think that's it it's sort of like it's part of human nature it seems and it's how you get the adrenaline so one rush. would say uh muscle building is a sport as well bodybuilding or yeah because body anything where you can compete with somebody i think we can get rid of so, so i know you would, would you <laughs> smart you, <laughs> When you think of sports, you probably think of just things that involve balls. Oh. <laughs> That's what you think. It's got to have a ball. What are you implying? <laughs> That's the only thing you think of when you what think of sports. What are you insinuating? No. Do you even think of surfing? That's a sport, too. Absolutely. Because you can die from it. <laughs> anything you can die you from can constitutes as a sport. <laughs> a sport is anything you can compete in. That's really what it comes yes. down to. And you can technically compete in anything, so it's going to be interesting in the future what's classified as a sport or not. Gotcha. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's, so what's, so what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Angela is flying to all nine cities to see the FIFA Women's World Cup. She is only staying one day because she doesn't want to spend extra on the hostels. Is Angela being reasonable? Or should she not go to each match because it is fiscally irresponsible? Uh, I mean, the fact that she has to stay at a hostel, to me, implies that maybe she can't. Like, why can't you just stay at a regular hotel? No no shade to hostels. Because there's a lot of hostels in France. True, but That's there also are place. hotels. But, uh, maybe. I don't know I mean, about it depends. <laughs> if Angela is financially well, uh, you know, uh, financially well off and she can afford to fly to all cities in, inclusive of her work schedule or her life commitments, then have at it. Most people don't have that luxury. And so I would say uh, press pause on that idea and maybe go to one or the finale not all. But if she got it like that, then she can totally do it. But like I said, I have a sneaky suspicion that she's staying at hostels and can't afford it. And she <laughs> might end up missing. So, <laughs> your thoughts? Uh, I think it's irresponsible either way. Because she could take that money and she could put it into an investment fund or something. She could. She could also donate to charities that she loves. and yeah. Or she could buy a bigger TV and just watch the games on her TV. Smart. Get it in 4K, right? That's all she, she could do. Why is she spending all this money to see it in person? I mean, unless, she could that's, see one. Like, unless that's her like life ambition and she's dying. And Just see the finale or something. Don't watch Kabam. all of them. True. Why you got to see all of them? I think the biggest thing is the finale. Or your, you know, your team that you really want to see. True. We're not sure where she's from. So mm-hmm. depending on that, she can decide which matches to go to. Just go to see her home team or whichever team she's really the fan of. But... Uh, yeah, I don't think she should go to everything. True. 
Scenario 2. Kelly has been a longtime fan of a Canadian NBA team that has never won a championship. They recently won, sending Kelly into a happy fit where everyone she meets, she tells them, We are the champions. Should Kelly cool down a bit, or is she right in showing her team spirit? Maybe not, since that's how she sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's not fair. Work on your pitch, love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're saying that to Kelly. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching her lovely, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Fool. Yeah, that's how she sounds, so I don't know. I replicated it. I mean, I think at the end of the day, being happy for your team. We talked about the science that goes into wanting uh, how people get like physiologically affected by watching teams that they love and when they succeed. So, you know, I think it's cute. She's excited. If she does it like six months after the game, people are probably going to be like, chill out. But at the end of the day, you have to live for you, you know, and if that makes her happy, if that gets her goose, then go ahead. I mean, if, if she gets pushback from it, she has to deal with it because she's going out of her way to be an overly excitable fan. But, uh, you know, if that's, if that's how she has to live her life, if that's how she has to wake up and, you know, take it with her side of coffee, then go ahead, have at it. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the time. She can't do this for the rest of her life. That's the thing. <laughs> Even when they lose, right? We are. Yeah. <laughs> she can't do that to everybody she oh, meets. It's gonna funny. you're gonna start to annoy people because they don't they're not the champion. <laughs> so they're gonna start questioning your sanity at that point, right? <laughs> so it's all about the timing. I would sure. say to me, she only could do it for a week. But I know sports fan they like to revel in their glory for like a month. So the month is the max, but after that, she just has to stop. Get it together, yeah. Yeah, she has to stop. Gotcha. Scenario three. Shannon screams touchdown when her friends are watching basketball and slam dunk when watching football. Is there something wrong with Shannon, or is she just not a sports maniac? Oh, okay. Like, I see. Like, something I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, smart. Yeah. Okay. Because you say four while watching people swim. Absolutely not. <laughs> you just Absolutely call that out. Absolutely not. You're <laughs> Hole down. in one. You're telling tales. You haven't done that ever? This is Woken Free. Keep it You didn't do that when watching this. the Olympics? Absolutely Hole not. in one. <laughs> That's what you said, Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what you was happening. You wish. You wish. Uh, listen, I mean, people are so judgmental, right? And I think at the end of the day... If she's not using the proper vernacular, you know, her friends, if if they want to educate her, just like FYI, not like as long as they're not being rude and nasty about it. And they're just like, just to let you know, these are the terms that go with basketball. These are the terms that go with football. And if she understands and has uh, consented to the conversation and gets it and then continues to do her thing, then obviously she just <laughs> enjoys uh, speaking out of turn <laughs> with the type of language she's using. And again, life is too short to be out here being so dang uptight about what you say when you're excited. So if she yeah, says hole in one while watching uh, fishing fly, fly, fly fishing. Smart. <laughs> You know, people might give her a weird look or two or three. Uh, but at the what end. she says, home run while watching tennis. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, God. Are people going to say stuff to her? But I mean, you have to live for you. You can't be so <laughs> concerned about what other, because people will judge you and scrutinize you for anything. So yeah, I'm not too bad at chatted, right? Like live your, live your dream, baby. Like do your thing, man. <laughs> I just think it's, I actually would think it's funny if the scenario was like her friends told her the right language and she still went on to use the wrong one on purpose. 
What if it's not even on purpose though? Literally, she just oh, can't she has, get like, it right. Sh- poor short-term memory or something. Yeah, like like sports just throw her for a loop. She uh, just really can't tell listen, what's going on. It is what it is. Life is hard. Possible. I mean, live your life. What do you think? <laughs> I think. Uh, I just think she's not a sports maniac, but okay. it might, yeah, it might be possible for her not to know the correct terms just because she doesn't follow the sports that well. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with her per se, but if they if her friends did tell her and she still says it, then there is something wrong with her because that's <laughs> that's pretty funny that you just have some kind of block that you can't say the right terms or that you don't give a damn and you're just gonna do say what you want because oh, that'd be funny too. If I you're just, just like, don't give a damn. Yeah, I'm just gonna say what I want even if it doesn't apply. Well, you know, there are okay, some people that funny. I have met. I have met who are like, I'm sorry, what's your name again? What's your name again? And yeah, they've like met that. me like five or six times and I'm just like, okay, I got your, I got your bill. Because your name is complicated, maybe. Uh-huh. That's the only what exactly. excuse they can give. But even that, they should have a semblance of what your name is. Yeah, you know, it's be like, hello, Amy. Be like, it's not even starting with N. <laughs> At least yeah, Nicole or Nikki or, you know, I know, Natalie, get close something. to it at least, yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. We are at that time again. It is coming of the end of our 94th episode of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been a really interesting and funny way of talking about sports fanatics as well as why people are obsessed with sports. So if you want even more information, definitely check out the links at WokenFree.com. Check out the video. I, too, will be going on and checking out this fanatic video that you're saying is viral that we need to check out. So we all have got more checking out to do. But... Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing Can you move from New York to Arizona in less than five days? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Again, I can't say it enough. If you ever have something pressing and you are on social media, you can always feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Woken Free. And then if you're interested in sponsoring an upcoming episode, please find us on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. We do all sorts of different sponsorship opportunities and endorsements. So feel free to hit us up, guys. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Hole in one.